Hello, fairy tale friends. It's your second favorite Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries host, Ryan, coming to you from an undisclosed location. Uh, just kidding, it's my sister's house. Wanted to come in and uh, kind of, before we started the show, talk to you about another podcast that has been kind enough to advertise Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries on their show. If you enjoyed the Black Cauldron episode of our podcast or are yourself a big Dungeons and Dragons nerd like me and Chloe, uh, please take a chance and check out Dice Shame, a great, great actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast going through Storm King's Thunder, uh, a module that I myself really enjoy. If you're into, you know, good fantasy storytelling, a lot of laughs, um, some bad language parents, so watch out for that. But uh, just a great group of people who are out there uh, doing a really, really fun podcast. One I listen to, it's one of probably my top podcasts I listen to uh, when I'm not listening to, re-listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. But if you, like I said, they were nice enough to give us a shout out on their podcast, so we'd love to send some of our listeners their way if that's what you're into. Uh, give it a shot. I love it. You'll love it. I, if you don't love it, I will give you your money back. That's a, that's a guarantee from me. So as soon as you're done listening to this episode, check out Dice Shame wherever you get your podcasts. But until then, it's time for some fairy tale mail. I'm Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Frozen 2 and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain. We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, fairy tale friends, and welcome to a fairy tale mail oh boy. episode. Rhymes are fun. Um, of Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Uh, I, of course, am Ryan, and this is Tara, if you don't know well, by this point. thanks for introducing me. That's so <laughs> kind of you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, every once in a while we do a mailbag episode. We may have been harassing you on our social media for you to... <laughs> Begging. Begging. Pleading for you to call and email us. And then we've gotten some mail, so we were super excited. Thank you uh, for... Um, appeasing us i guess i don't know <laughs> uh but we do appreciate it yes. we uh one of the things that makes us better on this podcast as well as is something that i think is both important to ryan and i is sharing opinions and sharing people's theories and finding out more there's always so many deep dives you can do on any given movie that we've done yes i i one of the things i think about a lot is one of uh, our friends uh, Allison told me once, I asked her if she listened to our podcast. She does not, so she won't hear this. Mm -hmm. But she said she doesn't like to listen to podcasts typically because <laughs> I I don't need to hear another white male's opinion on something. Yeah. And I think about that a lot. And I, so I think a lot with this podcast is we try to uh, bring in a lot of different voices to have their say on here. And uh, when we're not always able to, sometimes people write, we love for people to write into us mm -hmm. and let us know what they're thinking. Um, so Amanda, our uh, past uh, host from Great Mouse Detective. And she, Alice in Wonderland. I can't, for, I, Alice in Wonderland, but she was like, said something about Great Mouse Detective. I don't know why, like, my brain has just removed that movie from my head. I remember it was a great his episode. Great, his great villain song 
telling what he that was like i also think my my body is willing to dump it because of that weird fear i had for fidget oh so yeah. I, i'm wondering if that has something that to do might with be it. but and but a future guest as well she'll be back we, with us soon yes uh so when we did the um little mermaid episode i asked the question is sebastian racist and we had a little bit of a talk about that um I believe Amanda came in at a good point that while it may not be flat out racist, there is some racial insensitivity with it. And I'm just going to go ahead and read her email straight. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey there. I just listened to you. <laughs> just want you to think of Amanda's voice saying, Yes. Hey there. Uh, I listened to your Little Mermaid episode. And I have some thoughts on the ethnic representation of Sebastian. I do feel his portrayal is racially insensitive, and here are the reasons why I say that. First of all, although his voice actor was a black man, he is the only black man in the cast which leads to the perpetual tokenizing and the stereotypical role of black folks in entertainment, especially one as a role as the comedic relief. Looking back into minstrelsy as well, this was the role of black actors, to be the comedic foil of the comedic friend who touts about how lazy he is, which Sebastian does is under the sea. Sebastian is a better character in general because I agree he does have an arc, but it still plays into the pattern of minstrelsy that I think should be called out. I want to quickly address the then why don't we call out the French accent. I want to echo what Ryan said to this response and emphasize everything that I said above. It is because of skin color and country of origin as it should be. Because of the historical portrayal of black people in media, Sebastian contributes to oppression of black bodies, even if, and perhaps especially because, it is a subtle power move of, of black representation and one that has been widely accepted and never questioned since the popularity of this movie. Third thing, and I promise this is the last thing. This is That was her words, not yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> I was not editorializing. Uh, the use of Calypso and reggae style in this music written by a white man. To me, this contributes to the appropriation happening here, taking a genre of music that belongs to a specific culture being portrayed on screen as a character of that culture and telling the only black man on set to sing it. Just plays into the cultural insensitivity at play here. I take the same issue with The Princess and the Frog, which although there is much to love about this movie, Disney still chose to hire Randy Newman, a white man, to compose the music. Something that is deeply and historically rooted in New Orleans jazz, Zydeco, and therefore black bodies. A huge, huge oversight, even though the music still slaps. Would still (laughs) slap if it came from a black uh, NOLA musician. Uh, Anyway, that was long, but I felt like I had to share. Can't wait to watch the completely historically accurate non-anachronistic Hercules with you both. You will be back for Hercules. <laughs> Much love, Amanda. She has a follow-up. Another thing to add to the trope character, Sebastian, the only person of color, is essentially a servant to the Mer people, assigned to do all there, especially Ariel's bidding. Okay, I'm completely done now. What do you think of all that? Is that I, I know this is the first time you're hearing it, so it may be... Oh, no, it's not. You've oh, you sent read it, it to me. Right, yeah, so right. I have read it. Uh, no, I really appreciate her opinion and her voice on it, and I hear what she's saying for sure. And I think... It's really easy for me growing up as a child in the 90s in a predominantly white, right, area Mm -hmm. and all of that. I think, you know. When she says white, right area, she means white, comma, right, question mark. She's not talking about white rights. Yes. I'm so sorry. Please, please. Yes. No, 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 no. Um, White, right. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's totally. No. Not what she meant. Please, no. Uh. What I'm trying to say is it's sometimes it's harder. It. I don't want to say it's easy to excuse it. Sometimes it's harder for me to see it right away. Yes. yes I don't want to say I it's, mean. I don't want to say it's easy to excuse it. Maybe that's the same thing, but that's not how I feel. Yeah, yeah. I feel that sometimes I need somebody to say, Hey, have you thought about it this way? And I'm getting better with that. Um, 
But I do think that that's something that all of us as a people, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what our background, I think we may have blinders on. Absolutely. For anything, right? I'm not saying you have the same blinders as a listener that I do, but I think we all have those blind spots. And I really appreciate the conversation she brought to the table. And I think it was an important thing to share. I, I don't know where you feel on it. I think it's 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 important to understand the, the faults in your favorites. Yeah. And also to recognize that just because a black person was cast in it doesn't mean it's That's still the, oh, yeah. that doesn't mean it makes it okay because there's still a trope there there's still some maybe other problematic issues there black, so. black people have been getting jobs for a long time in hollywood and they've been a certain casting choice for most of that yeah it doesn't make it right mm-hmm. and i while i do enjoy sebastian quite a bit it's good to think about that and to you know, not just, you know, the next time somebody, when we focus on this, the next time you write that a character like that, you can make those changes to make them a better character. And you can also see it clearer, right? My mm-hmm. blinders have kind of been lifted a little bit by yeah. that email. So I do think it's important for us to share it. And I think one of the things we strive to do on this podcast is to, I don't want to say call out. But is to bring like it, to bring it to the, the forefront. Yeah. yeah, bring it, bring it to the attention of everybody who's listening, and have you look at it and think about it from a different perspective. And we, as usual, thank you, Amanda. But we want to encourage you guys that if you see things we're missing because of that, please let us know. Um, yeah, because of our bias, because we have them. I mean, yeah, every, absolutely. Yeah, there's, you know, there, there's no way to avoid that. But we would love to hear from you and again we're sharing your emails and phone calls but i'm gonna plug it here here (laughs) again you know that's the best way to reach out to us as well as on the facebook page we've really Mm -hmm. appreciated some of the discussions that have been brought forth on that as well and so we definitely want to keep encouraging that so speaking of the facebook page one thing we talked a little bit about in the beauty and the beast episode which has uh come out i'm I'm saying it because it just came out this week but it'll probably be a long time before this goes up anyway Uh, we it's had, hard not to We had that. one of our listeners, Melissa, get back to us because we asked, was the Rose part of the original story? And she was the first person to say this. A couple other people came to us too. Uh, Jeremy, thank you as well. But uh, the Rose apparently, yes, was part of the original story in which that was the reason. I remember this now. Uh, that was the reason that that Belle's father went into the Beast's castle to get like a Rose for her. Yes. Like and that was And she what had got siblings caught. too. That I've heard that I hadn't heard, but oh, okay. I, I had heard the rose part. The siblings thing I heard, they made it sound like that was you know, her siblings asked for really expensive gifts and she asked them for like a rose, which felt very much like what happened to Cinderella. Cinderella when she wanted a twig, something that Yeah, the he, first branch Yes, first that brushes his shoulder yes. or whatever, yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for that. That was I I'm glad to learn that. Um I feel like I remembered it, but I'm trying to remember what other version of Beauty and the Beast I know? Like, it might have been when you did some research too. You might have come no. It was. It. I'm definitely thinking of another version I saw. But oh, I'm trying to okay. figure out what it was. But anyway, um, so yeah. So there's that. So our next email is from a uh, listener, Richard, a friend of mine from college. Richard has quite a few. Uh, did Richard comments. have the theory about Mary Poppins? 
No, that was Bob. Oh, I sorry, Richard, to mistake you for Bob, but that was such a fantastic. Bob, if you're theory. listening, Tara, this is her favorite theory of all time. So far, <laughs> maybe Richard will maybe Richard will surpass it. I don't know. Let's hear what he has to say. So first of all, one of the reasons we're doing this is because we've been doing this podcast for over a year now. So he, so the title of his email is "Congrats on a whole year of podcasting." First of all, congratulations on bringing quality entertainment to the world with the TRPD podcast. Aww. That's pretty impressive. It's been a great to it's been great to hear not only your takes but perspectives from your guests as well. I always look forward to seeing what new takes you have each week and what rabbit holes we get to follow you down from time to time. Thank you, Richard. That's so sweet. So he's got a few different things, so we're going to address these as we go. Okay. Uh, While I love the villain rankings you have been doing at the end of the podcast, I'm surprised you haven't done a Princess Prince ranking Mm. as well. Obviously, there is always the threat of bias, but perhaps with Disney remaking each version of their movies, it it seems in the live action. Perhaps a comparison between the ver- the versions would be an interesting take. Just a thought. Um, so the villains ranking is just because I think we're more villains people than prince and princesses, like pretty systematically. I also think the villains ranking is fun to sometimes force a villain into a movie like we did with like some of the lesser villains are fun to just like say. Donald Duck's libido. Yes. That yes. was probably the most ridiculous one we've uh-huh. forced into being um, a villain. I don't see us doing a princess princess. We might do a, a princess prince, a protagonist bracket. Sometime. I'd like to do a bracket. I think that would be fun. Yeah. The last bracket we did was really fun and a lot of spirited and heated discussion over <laughs> henchmen and, sidekick so i think it would be fun to do a prince and princess or protagonist um bracket Mm -hmm. i I think that might be a nice way to address it because yeah i don't know that we're super interested in creating criteria for for those characters and while a rating but i like the idea of doing something with them um if I can make a suggestion for a mini-sode, I would love to hear you cover Turner and Hooch. <laughs> especially since there is a show coming to Disney+. Plus. Tom Hanks's comedic roots have always been in my mind since watching his movies such as the aforementioned T&H, Big, and even Splash. Oh, I love Big. I know I can't wait to check out the series given that many of the new Disney Plus shows are pretty good. So I don't think Turner and Hooch fits into anything we're doing, but because Richard has been such a devoted fan i am making an audible right now we will do a turner and hooch mini so now are you opening that can of worms nope. that anytime a listener nope. requests something maybe we'll maybe do not. It. i can do it but this is but for richard i am saying no I'm richard making has statement been right really here. fantastic i will agree we will do a turner and hooch mini and it won't have anything to do with any of our other stuff just for you we will do a turner and hooch mini um Another suggestion for a mini suit would be a more personal one. A day at Disneyland World. What attractions are a must-see? What rides yeah. are worth the wait? Which musical show should be put out of its misery to make way for either an update or something that deserves a spot? There would be hot takes, but I think I might bring lighthearted debate all in the context of you. Of you have one day at a park and you get priority everything. Throw in food option here, too. Um, I mean, I guess this is just a nice... Tara and I are, as of the moment... Uh, planning a, a little bit a Disney World trip in the in the pretty far future. Yeah, in the early stages of planning. So I will say I don't necessarily feel super comfortable or expert because it's been so long since I've been to the parks. But what I will say is Carly Wiesel, very amusing. Yes. Her podcast, but also if you just follow her, she is a journalist, a theme park journalist. And she basically covers everything Richard just asked and it did it through the pandemic as well she Mm -hmm. did one visit to Disney World 
in the midst of the pandemic to report back to people to say, I felt safe. I didn't feel safe, you know, and she now is back at Disneyland and Universal. She's based in California. Uh, Podcast the Ride is another good one. Specifically, I suggest you check out Carly Wiesel's episode on part on Podcast the Ride, where she does Living with the Land, in which they discuss why a slow boat, a slow boring boat ride, is the best ride in all of Disney. Yeah, but I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate Richard's suggestion, and what I will say as a teaser is. Once that Disney World trip becomes a reality for us, we do have plans to record while we're oh, there. So made, we will definitely yes. we will definitely be giving opinions and hot takes uh, after we've been to the parks. But I think for both of us, it's been so long since we've been. I don't know that we could do it justice before then. Have you been this? Oh, you're younger than me. So, yes. I was going to say, have you been this century? Yeah. The last time I went was in college. I went okay. for uh, a school like our... Wind Ensemble, yeah. our Wind Ensemble traveled to different high schools to recruit. And then we ended up in, in Disney World yeah, was yeah, kind yeah. of the end of the trip. Um, Our next point. I am still waiting for Tara's Kingdom Hearts oh, report gosh. and how all the Disney Worlds are linked together in the story. I figured uh, there will be tons of WTQ, what the quack <laughs> moments. Uh, but still, it should be a fun ride. Hopefully, you will also cover the Disney Afternoon video games sometime down the road, from DuckTales to Rescue Rangers to even Gargoyles. Would love to hear Ryan's level design perspective, since that is his primary work, I think. Uh, I'm doing a lot more quest design and technical design now, but yes. Uh, I this is I, I am currently in talks with a, another podcast. Uh, check out 16-Bit Gladiators to hopefully... Uh, do a Disney video game uh, kind of crossover crossover with them sometime. Uh, just early, early talks. We'll see if that happens. If not, we will definitely have a mini soda. Yeah. It. Also, I have not forgot about Kingdom Hearts and I appreciate you wondering. I just have not played anything recently. So I do. Thank you for the reminder, Richard. I will get back on it. I think the last, the last part I did in Kingdom Hearts so far was either Ursula or nightmare before the nightmare before christmas land i think i think i think it might have been ursula because giant ursula was th- like way harder than she needed to be to yes. beat. but i did finally beat her i every time i go on to like take off some games and download don't some take ones, off I never take off no Marks, i do have to get back to it, it though uh speaking of disney afternoon i would love to hear a retrospective of those shows as you mm. probably remember getting home to watch the shows sorry gummy bears for your bad time slot Yes, I feel like Gummy Bears was the one that was like, it came on right as I got out of school. And so by the time I got home, it was almost over. I feel like I always watched Gummy Bears. You're on the East Coast, so I'm wondering oh, if there's a weird difference there. and I'm there. younger. I don't know. And so you're maybe, yeah, maybe my school schedule is different. Um, we have talked about doing a mini-sode for each different one. We're trying to think of a good format to do that. So if you have any ideas, let us know. My thought was to watch like the first storyline of every show. So if it's like a two part episode, we watch that. Mm -hmm. Or I think the gargoyles one is like four episodes is the first storyline. So like we do that and we talk about that or there's a podcast called uh, too long. Didn't watch where they take people who haven't watched shows and they make them watch the first episode and the last episode. So someone didn't watch like breaking bad and they did that. Oh wow. Which is, is to me is like, sacrilege and i can't imagine doing that but i'm wondering if this is a good way to do it to do that yeah i'm not sure i don't know so if so you yeah. 
if you guys out there have a good way you can think of like what we should watch because we're not gonna i'm sorry we're not gonna watch the whole thing yeah this is too much it's, it's too too much time commitment too, in too that much. in that uh that area but i will say we have been thinking about disney afternoon especially mm-hmm. since we've recorded uh, a goofy movie which which will be out eventually so you know that I, got us thinking I about think it's disney next after this one okay it got us thinking about Disney afternoon a little bit yes. more and the the uh rescuers down under we kind of talked about yeah, yeah, yeah. that as well. Uh best of luck in your continued podcasting endeavors and I hope to see more polls with lively debate debate on the Facebook page. <laughs> uh speaking of polls, uh Molly, uh one of our listeners and future guests, uh sent this to me, which was something she did called Disney Song Survivor which I believe is a bracket. So I'm going to go ahead and say this now. I think, I don't know when we're going to do this. It's probably going to be a few months from now and I'll, when I get to it. Um, but uh, let's say our next bracket's going to be the best Disney song. And we'll figure out how we're going to do that. Okay. Are you, you re- well, I'm wondering if you'd break it up into categories like you did with Henchman. Like, do you do all the villain song and you do the best villain song? You could do or divisions do do... in this one. You could do like the villains division, the love song. Yeah, division, and then have the, them compete. The I, I wish division. I actually would would I think prefer that than just like oh. it all being one. Sometimes Tara just says, "Do what you want." Other times she's got <laughs> input. Um, I don't so, know. Yeah. I think it would be more interesting to group it like that. Listeners, let us know if you think differently. Uh, I am. I'm curious how, what your thoughts are, Ryan, with doing a bracket like that. I think I'd have to like when I do them. Sometimes I see what I have because I have ideas to do stuff like that, and then I look and I'm like, oh, this doesn't this really doesn't work. Yeah. work. It was well, but I'll, I think that's a good idea to have like maybe four four divisions in a sweet sixteen or thirty two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, question from Sean. Uh, Sean is, uh, actually at the bottom, it says Sean and Jen. Sean and Jen are the host of the bottled up podcast, which is a, I, I don't know that, that us doing this podcast had any influence on him doing one, but I feel, always feel like a proud podcast Papa whenever <laughs> I just see his stuff popped up. It's a wine podcast of sorts where they talk about wine and wine culture and that sort of thing. So his question is uh, very uh, appropriately themed. Have you ever considered enhancing your viewing experience by pairing a drink beverage with a particular movie, like A Hurricane with Princess and the Frog, Grog with Peter Pan, or Fine Wine with Beauty and the Beast? If so, what was the choice and why? Sincerely, your friends at Bottled Up, Sean and Jen. Ah, I love that. Uh, I will say, for the most part, we want to record sober because both of us get a little loopy, a little chatty. I know that's hard to believe because we're already we very chatty. chatty. <laughs> Uh, so we usually, as a rule of thumb, uh, don't pair drinks with while we watch it. However, it might be fun to do that with childhood trauma. <laughs> to pair drinks uh, with, I don't, I'm not don't committing to that, that but yeah. it might be fun or maybe every once in a while. I, I don't know. Where do, where do you stand on that? Mini episodes, uh, maybe. I think the full episodes we've. Got so a much, lot of work that goes into a full episode. Yeah, yeah, so much information. But I do like the idea, and I like his suggestions um, for drinks he would pair up with. So I don't know. Do you want to think of a movie that you would assign a drink to? I don't know so much. I wanna, I wanna, like have a drink while we do it. But as much as Sean, I think you've just volunteered to maybe go back through the back catalog of Disney <laughs> movies we've done, and maybe, maybe as a new feature. Uh, a web feature after we release an episode we'd love to hear what you would pair yeah whether it be a wine uh, i know you're a you're you're taking uh, you're you're 
studying to be a sommelier, so maybe a wine or a drink or whatever, or any of our other guests, if you've got good drinks that go with them, hey, post them on the Facebook page. Let us know. Maybe we can just do a mini-sode where we talk about Disney drinks or something. That's yeah, something that would we be could fun. Do. Mm-hmm. Um, pairing them with the childhood trauma, like, I think, listen. That's too much. That's, that, like, I don't want to be like, listen, here's how this scared me. But, yeah, thank you very much, Sean and Jen. Um, I'm thinking... I, I don't know if Jen listens, but... Uh, well, do we want to just take a moment and pick you pick one movie and assign a drink to it? I really... I know this is just cheating, but I really like the idea of Hurricanes with Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Um. I mean... Uh, I would like a tequila sunrise with Moana. Really? I don't know if that pairs the way you want it to. I mean, a sunrise is nice, but I don't... It's like a classically Hispanic drink with a... Oh. But I, I like the idea I of a didn't sunrise. Think of it that. I was I thinking know. of a tropical drink or pina colada. I was I, more so thinking a tropical drink to fit with the theme of like being out in the water. I just feel like mine every time would be a, a, a whiskey and ginger because that's my that's drink. That's what you drink. Just and I feel time. like whiskey I just want to think of a tropical movie because I want to be on a yes, tropical beach with want. a drink. Yeah. So, Sean, our opinions uh, were pretty clouded. <laughs> I do feel like every time I see a Disney drink... Um, article it's always like here is the sugariest some like, of the yeah someone posted i liked the description i think they were villains drinks on the facebook page and i enjoyed that it exists but i think they all would have been too sweet for me yeah for what i enjoy and i know some people love sweet drinks uh but that's not me i know i just said all these tropical drinks yes. that i like but that's not like my I usual I mean, there's no, there are ones that are just like it's like Midori and sugar with a cotton candy rim. It's yeah. like, okay. You yeah. know, it's just like, good Lord. Um, so I don't know if you've got an idea for maybe a more like adult drink to go with a more, I mean, not that the sugary ones are less adult, but ones that are maybe a little more sophisticated or, or challenging. That might be fun to do. Um, but I know uh, Sean and I have teased the idea of maybe doing a crossover episode with bottled up for if, when we get to Pixar and we do, ratatouille yeah that, that would be, be fun that might be sometime in 2022 yeah where our schedule's going but maybe maybe we can talk about that sean and jen um so let me see i think that's it except for this these two voicemails we have from uh we're gonna start calling the uh the 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 phone number the ryan hotline because Ryan uh, from Who Framed Robert Rabbit loves to call us. And we greatly appreciate it, Absolutely. Ryan. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am going to play those for Tara right now. Hey, Tara and Ryan. Hope you all are doing great. <clears throat> this is Ryan. Other Ryan. Wanted to say thanks again for y'all's podcast and everything. Love keeping up with it. Love hearing all of the episodes. Um, I really enjoyed the sidekick face-off. I got really uh, nervous about Little John not making it. I was excited to see him go all the way. I think um, you asked for Disney theories, and you probably covered this, but my favorite one is, is how they're all in the same kingdom, how the ship that Ariel's exploring is the parents from Frozen, and how Tangled is the, the people from Tangled are at the wedding in Frozen. Um, but the one that beats that a little bit by just a little bit is uh, the Pixar theory that they're all in the same universe and that the, uh, like by the time cars 
happens that they've just evolved past humans. Like there's been some cataclysmic event and now, uh, the machines have taken over, but every, everyone has pizza planet and Dynaco. And, um, uh, if you watch it, they, uh, they all make sense. Maybe dinosaur is just the one that's like starts all the oil being made billions of years ago. I don't know. Those are my theories. I hope you guys are doing well. Look forward to hearing season two. Uh, I think we've talked about the one that is all the in the last uh, fairy tale mail where all the t- the the ship from Frozen sunk on the way to the wedding, like Rapunzel's wedding or something, and then and they, somehow like yeah, and that's and how that's all the kingdoms Tarzan's are connected. Parents are from there, yeah. So um, we've talked about that one. The Pixar one we haven't talked about. I looked at the website. I'll just put the website up because it's too complicated for me to explain here. (laughs) Especially since you haven't seen some of the Pixar ones, specifically WALL-E, which plays a big part in it. Yeah, I know. I need to see. Well, I guess we will see that one. We're going to. I think we've we've made it pretty clear that after uh, Disney, we're going to go back and pick up the Pixar ones Mm -hmm. we've missed. Um, Since Toy Story is coming up, I think we're going to do Brave as well. Um, so I'll put up the, the website for that because there's a really cool comprehensive website that explains all that stuff. I was really cu- I think it's just called pixartheory.com. Mm. Um, but I will also say this, speaking of Tangled, we wanted to kind of announce, I know we told some people that, or, or mentioned before that we had not seen Tangled and we weren't gonna... I think we've mentioned it in several episodes because it's yeah, been brought up. We were gonna save it until we watched it, but we have decided we're gonna go ahead and watch it once. We're gonna watch it once before the taping yeah the more i thought about it the more i realized i wanted to experience it and then go back takes a lot of notes i take a lot of notes when we're watching and i also do a lot of research that might spoil things Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the other thing for me less the note-taking one and more the i don't want to do a deep dive and prepare for the movie and then get spoiled on things that up until this point i haven't been spoiled i know nothing i mean i know it's a version of rapunzel besides that i don't know anything i don't know anything about the villain i don't know mother gothel right yes uh i don't know anything about you know how any of the characters interact with one another or anything like that so i think i had just turned to ryan one day in the car and we were were driving somewhere i don't remember remember. but i turned to you and i was like i want to watch tangled before we do it on the podcast No, and i think that makes sense so so we will at some point watch it and then we'll be even more prepared when Mm -hmm. we do the full episode for it um so and here is another email from uh, email another voicemail from uh ryan and a a mystery a mystery uh co co caller so here we go what's your favorite princess What's your favorite psychic? What's your favorite movie? Which one are yours? And which one are yours? I think I like Robin Hood and Little John and... And who? And a princess, uh, Cinderella. How about that? What are yours? Oh, too shy. That was awesome. Well, thank you for that call. Uh, and a great question. I favorite oh. favorite princess, favorite sidekick, favorite is it it's movie sidekick princess. Okay, so I'm curious, do you want to base it off of what we've recorded up to this point? Because I'm that. finding when we did the sidekick bracket and the henchman bracket, I found it was harder for me to rate ones that yep. I hadn't seen recently. Agreed. So let's do that. 
And now I feel like I need a list to look at. So what are the, what are what is it again? Favorite sidekick. Favorite. You really can't remember things if you. No, take that's notes. why I take notes. You were getting uh, on me earlier for it, but it's a it's a real thing. Movie princess sidekick. Movie. Oh, jeez. Movie princess sidekick. So my movie remains Robin Hood. Which spoiler to you, the Blu-ray was on sale for six dollars today. So, so we own it. it. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> okay, listeners, this is a tough one for me because I've I've talked about how my my gal was Maleficent. My movie was Sleeping Beauty. Uh, when we got to that episode, Little Mermaid really shook me in the way of how emotional I was and and how connected I was to that film. Mm-hmm. That it's a toss up for me. But I think I'm leaning towards Little Mermaid mm-hmm. uh, versus Sleeping Beauty because of how I connect it with it presently. I, th- I think Aladdin is a better movie and is probably my second favorite movie now that we've watched it. I didn't realize how much I liked Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same way that I, uh, Return of the Jedi, well, probably not what I think is the best Star Wars movie is my favorite Star Wars mm-hmm. movie because of my experience with it growing up. Yeah. Same way I feel about little uh, Robin Hood. Yeah, I understand that, and I think that's where I gravitate towards Sleeping Beauty, but that's where I'm torn at the moment, I would say. I would say that the sidekick bracket really changed my, like, I would, I, I don't know who I, I think Abu was up there, but like, Lil John's my favorite sidekick. I started really coming around to him, and he won the whole thing, so hey, I just love that he's, he's legitimately, like, sometimes there feels like there's a weird, like, master pet dyke dynamic with some of them mm. and like little john is legitimately like robin hood's best friend and like i love little john yeah who's your favorite sidekick i've got to like think through them list me some movies i like sebastian can't... abu the magic carpet uh timon and pumbaa is hey oh we haven't done it yet it was like it's hey hey ryan just, ryan just you've stumped one. me just pick one no one's gonna know if you're telling the truth or not Joanna. Listeners, Joanna's not a sidekick. She's a henchman. <laughs> Listeners, I have cut out legitimately thirty minutes of dead air. Just it's so not you know. thirty minutes, but it is. got. Been I a went long up time. and I mowed the lawn. I came back. <laughs> I go. I guess my brain continues to go back to Lumiere and Cogsworth mm. a lot. So I'm gonna say lumiere i think you have a fondness for lumiere especially because of your brother i do my brother was lumiere and jerry orbach and jerry orbach my two the two most important men in your life (laughs) uh yes i'll say lumiere i it took me a long time because i think i don't always think of the sidekicks immediately Mm -hmm. uh all the time so so yeah so that was a tough one for me who's your favorite princess i'm gonna say of the ones we've seen so far ariel yeah, Ariel. For, it would have been Cinderella until we got to Little Mermaid. Cinderella. Cinderella's is, kind. That's what I really like about Cinderella. She's so Cinderella's kind. Cinderella is one of the ones that I think people like go back on and think it's dumb. I really encourage our listeners to go back and watch Cinderella. I just think she's so kind and she's got such a good heart. And that's what like I connected with when we yeah. rewatched it. But now that Little Mermaid exists, mm-hmm. Ariel has been my favorite. Absolutely. Well, that's all the questions and everything we have. Uh, I think we did good. I, those are some good questions. Thank you guys uh, for for writing in. As always, our phone number is 707-YO-TRPD1. Uh, if you have something we've decided, if you want to call in with a gripe or something you don't like about the show, you have to start it off by saying, yeah, I got a bone to pick with you. 
Otherwise, we'll just throw it away and never listen to it. So, but we want to hear those too if they yeah, exist absolutely. out there in the world. Uh, we've, I will say, I think we said this on the last mailbag episode, but I'll reiterate it again. Um, part of what I've enjoyed most about this podcast is the discussions we've had, not only with our guests, but with, um, friends of the podcast, people who listen to the podcast, people we don't know who are starting discussions on the Facebook page. If you're out there and you've never met me or Tara before in your life, we want to hear from you the most. Reach out to us. Let us know. Uh, and we see some of that on the Facebook yeah, page, but please continue to do so. Yeah. Uh, for us, that's the most exciting part that we're reaching people beyond those who we know, which is which is always a great experience. But yeah, look out for the next bracket, guys. Send us your emails. Call us. Call us, please. 707-YO-TRPD1. Uh, we love a voicemail. We love a voicemail, and we will uh, hear from you next time. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is, too, at TRP Diaries. Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh